this episode of Kids Bible Breakdown, it's a twofer. We're breaking down Genesis chapters 5 and 6. In chapter 5, we get the rundown of Adam's family line through his son Seth, all the way to Noah, who happens to be the main character in the next chapter. We're not going to go through all the names of all the people in the family tree, but there are some things to note. Chapters like this show genealogy. This means it shows the family line to help historians, people who study history, determine when things took place and helps prove that the people in the stories in the Bible are real. Also, look at how long people lived back then. Today, the average person in the United States lives to be 79 years old. Back then, people lived to be 800, 900 years old. Methuselah is the oldest living man ever to be written about, and he lived to be 969 years old before he died. Something else that sticks out to me in this chapter is what's said about Enoch. Now, this isn't the same Enoch as Cain's son from the other day. It appears they weren't really creative in naming their kiddos because there's a lot of duplicate names in the Bible. So it's important to make sure you know who you're talking about. That's another way these genealogy chapters can help. Verse 21 says that Enoch walked faithfully with God for 300 years. It says he walked faithfully with God a second time in verse 24, and that because of this, God took him away. This implies he actually never had a physical death, but God just took him up to heaven. How amazing is that? Chapter 5 goes on to say that Methuselah was the father of Lamech, and Lamech was the father of Noah. After Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Hem, and Japheth. Genesis chapter 6 shows that humans began to crease in number and fill the earth, but they were choosing to do wrong things, and God said he wasn't going to tolerate them forever. So God decided to limit their days so that they would not live as long as they had previously. The next section can be a bit confusing. The Bible says that the Nephilim were on the earth and that the sons of God went to the daughters of the humans and had children with them. This may have you scratching your head saying, "Mm, what are we talking about here? There are many different ideas about what this could mean, but let's talk about one of them. The Bible tells us at one point in time that the devil was actually an angel. Instead of faithfully serving God, he wanted to become God. So he gathered others to start a war with God. Newsflash, he lost. Him and the others were cast out of heaven. And it was believed that in the Hebrew culture, the term sons of God, otherwise known as Nephilim, were these fallen angels. So then you wonder, why would these demonic creatures want to take on human form to come have babies with human women? Well, if you were an enemy of God and you wanted his plan to fail, One of the things you might try is to take over mankind by making the world full of evil people. And one of the ways you can make sure people are evil is to make them half demon. There are different theories on this. But one thing is true for sure. This is not God inside information. None of this is critical to learning who God is, his personality, and his love for us. So we're going to keep moving on. Continuing on chapter 6, it says, The Lord saw how wicked the human race had become and he regretted making human beings. So God said that he would destroy what he had created, all creatures, humans, animals, birds, and even the earth. However, there was one man named Noah who walked faithfully with God. God told Noah of his plan to destroy everything on earth and told him to make an ark because he is going to bring floodwaters to destroy all life under the heavens. But he told Noah, I will establish my covenant with you, and you will be safe on the ark with your wife, your sons, and their wives. This is the first time we see God make a covenant or an agreement with man. Later in the Bible, we'll see that God does this with Abraham. For right now, 
God tells Noah exactly how he's supposed to build this boat. It was to be one and a half times the length of a football field and five stories tall. That's huge, especially since Noah is almost 600 years old and they have no power tools. God tells him to take seven pairs of every type of clean animal, seven pairs of every type of bird, and one pair of every kind of unclean animal. Later in the Bible, it discusses what animals are considered clean and unclean. I know this is going to come as a shock, but a pig is considered an unclean animal. Who would have thought? God also tells Noah to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and stored away for them. The chapter ends by stating, and Noah did everything just as God commanded. The fact that this chapter says that God regretted making human beings does not mean that God made a mistake. God doesn't make mistakes, and he knows what's going to happen before it even happens. The way regret is used here means that seeing evil grow through his creation troubled God's heart, and even though he knew humans would choose to take this path, it saddened him. This is kind of the same thing as when your parents tell you to stop doing something or you're going to get hurt, but you choose to continue to do it anyway. When you get hurt, your parents regret that you got hurt because it hurts their heart to watch you hurt. But they knew it was going to happen. They told you it was going to. Kind of the same thing with God. He loves his children, and he always makes a way for them. I mean, not only did he make a way to save Noah and his family, he made a way to save all of us by sending his son to rescue us from our sin. What an amazing God.